Dark Side of Eve Chapter 32 Weakness and Strength Previously on the Dark Side of Eve The Lasko Maris ring is installed, and Eric but also Lasko were upgraded to generals. And Eve? She enjoys the work meetings and the possibility to see and explore many planets. Episode 95 Eve discusses with Mazirius the case Ellen MacArthur, and Eve has to give in. I understand what you feel, but if you turn it around, would you like it if Farah evaluates your judgment? Matakila asked with a kind voice. No, Eve answered voiceless. He was right. It was not her business. Eve closed her mind and took a long and warm bath, for today she wanted to forget about reality. Unluckily, Farah found out what happened between Mazirius, Matakila, and Eve, and she was angry. She forced Eve to come to her office and shouted at her. Then she asked for an exchange, and Eve was shocked. Ellen for Andrew. She asked why Farah wanted him to stay. She had already another slave. She got no answer. Farah just left her and closed her mind, but they would meet. Eve was certain. Eve went back to her room. She took again a bath, but she was so bugged she left her wonderful bathtub with a warm rose-smelling water after a few moments. Not even this could help to calm her down, knowing about this injustice. Was it an injustice? Perhaps Ellen committed some sort of crime? It could have happened, but deep in her soul Eve knew it was arbitrariness that made Farah judge this man. The next evening they all had dinner together. Unluckily, Eve sat next to Farah, and on the other side of the table sat Kathleen Riedel, the arbitress of Odan. While Kathleen talked to her neighbor, Eve felt her in her mind, and was uncertain what to do. It was not possible to leave, or even just get up, before Farah ended the dinner, and Farah was angry with her. She had no option. So she tried to ignore her feelings about Kathleen. The time to argue would come soon, she was sure. Later, they all went to the fireplaces in the large hall as usual, and looked like they would have a nice evening. The chairs and the sofas in front of the fires were occupied quickly, but Eve didn't look around where she would like to sit. She looked after Kathleen. The time to talk was here. Before Eve was able to make her way to Kathleen and sit down, a guard joined her and asked her to come to Farah again. The time to argue wasn't there, Eve thought annoyed. She barely sat on the chair in the office as Farah started shouting in an unfriendly way. It is infamous what you think you are. My judgment is never criticized. Eve's heart started to beat fast. She really hated trouble, but she forced herself to be brave. In a friendly tone, not too devoted, but also not aggressive, she answered. Nobody will say anything against you. Your work and your discipline are larger than the universe. All I am asking for is humanity for Ellen. Give mercy, Farah. Let him go. You had your revenge. He is just a shadow. It is not a weakness. It is human to do so. Farah said nothing. She looked right through Eve, and Eve felt cold, like something strange crawled up her back. It took a few moments. Too long for a positive answer, Eve's soul whispered to her. Spontaneously, Eve felt hopeless, and at that point Farah started talking again, and this time she was friendlier. How is Andrew? Very well. How is school? He is a very good student, you can be proud. I don't want him to know about Ellen. No problem, I promise. Well, take what's left of him and carry it to Venus. Thank you, Farah. The next morning, Eve went to prison. 
to take Ellen to the Linda, but she couldn't. The guards told her that during the night there was a fight between the prisoners and now they were all in cellular imprisonment. Ellen was one of them. After a punishment with whips, all prisoners were thrown in a cell. Nearly naked, they had to sit on a cold and wet stone. It was a brutal punishment and Eve felt sorrow. Nevertheless, she had to wait. The day passed and the next morning Eve went to prison first. She saw that the guards pulled Ellen out of the cell. He was naked and nearly frozen. It looked cruel and Eve felt sorrow again, but this was the normal behavior, the normal punishment, and Ellen wasn't the only one. In the early hours of the day, the cruel rules of society shows its face, but luckily those with fever were brought to hospital. Ellen was among them and Eve relaxed a little. However, she wasn't in the position to criticize. The guards worked strict after the law. A punishment like this was usual. On the ward, the men got a medicine against the fever, but nothing else. It was a norm to give prisoners just the minimum of care. They were put in the beds, but got nothing against pain, and E found Ellen an hour later on the ward. He was shivering with pain, sweating from fever, and his mind was in despair. Was this the last abasement of Farah? It looked like she had to wait one more day, but she didn't want to. Another day on Zilan, no. With the chance to meet Farah again, no. An idea, I need help, she thought, and went to the ward on her ship. There she asked the doctor of duty if he could handle the patient. He had a short look into Ellen's file, and an hour late Ellen was on board. He was given something against the pain and slept while the therapy started. Eve left the land after an official goodbye to Farah, and she was sure the day would come when Farah would ask for something in return. This action had a price, for sure. The only question was how high it would be. Wasn't this the thing that had happened to Anna Mackenzie all her life? Wasn't it Eve who told her how stupid this was? And now she was in the same trap. This night, Eve slept badly. She dreamt about her early times as an arbitress, times when she was afraid to break down by all the responsibilities she carried on her shoulders. She dreamt also about Farah. Why was she always following? Eve couldn't find a solution. She knew she was manipulated, but was this so bad? She was just a woman, just human. Wasn't she allowed to be weak? And if the knowledge of Farah and the beings was as large, wasn't she just a small piece in the system? Yes, she was. She was so small, she was allowed to fail. All she really had to do was to cover the people of her planet. This was her duty, care about the city and her own family. Whatever happens in the deep of the universe wasn't her business. She woke up, soaked sweat and looked on the watch. 5 a.m. Not really time to get up, but she couldn't fall asleep anymore. And so she showered. She went to the cafeteria to have a coffee. The cook seemed to be shocked when he saw her. Eve looked in his mind and saw that he was late to prepare for breakfast. He was afraid she would hold it against him, but Eve said nothing. She took a coffee and left the cafeteria and went back to her desk in the suite. At eight o'clock, Ellen was awake, and Eve sat at his bedside. With fear in his eyes, he looked at her. Where am I? Morning, Ellen. Don't be afraid. We are already a lot of hours away from Zeeland. Farah. Farah accepted. Don't worry. 
I don't believe. I know, but you can trust me. He put his head to the side and closed his eyes. Eve ignored him and started talking. She spoke about Mazirius, the end of the prison time, and Andrew. Slowly, Anne turned his head again and looked at her without saying a word. Eve spoke and spoke. It took all morning, and Anne didn't say a single word. However, these hours were the happiest moments in his entire life.